and welcome to episode 24 of Hashtag No Filter. Where do I begin? First, my friend, my sweet, sweet friend from Houston sent me, my birthday's next week, and she sent me truffles from Milk Bar. I know I'm the only person on the planet that has never, that has never had those. I just had one. I've literally never tasted something more delicious ever in my life. That was like, that was heaven in my mouth. That was amazing. Anyway, onto the podcast. So if you follow me on Insta stories, you probably heard I had a computer issue. My podcast guest in this episode, we recorded an amazing podcast. I was so excited. One of my favorite episodes. We were cracking up the whole time. We had the best time. Somehow water got in the bag that my laptop was in. People think I spilled wine on it or spilled the water on it, but I didn't. It was there. There was water in the bag. I don't know how it got there, but it got into my computer. Computer totally fried. Ran down to the Apple store and meatpacking. They said the water fried because I have no, I have no self-control and I'm stubborn. So even though my husband, Matthew, was like, don't try to turn it on. Don't plug it in. I tried to turn it on. I tried to plug it in. I think it blew up. I don't even know. Um, so I go down to the Apple store. Nope. Not, I mean, they said the cost to fix it would essentially be a new computer. There's no point. Blah, blah, blah. They send me to the store in Chelsea to try to get it fixed there. Or not fixed, but data recovery because all my shits in Dropbox and iCloud except this one episode because I hadn't saved it or even started editing it because I shut my computer to go upstairs to do all that. And something happened within the two minutes that the laptop was in the bag. I don't know. It's a mystery. Anyway, so that happened. Luckily, I was able to get my hands on another computer, at least temporarily, and my podcast guest is amazing, and he we re-recorded the next day. And while that's not ideal, I know, because I podcast, it's all about like being in the moment, and, all, and I, was, I was bummed, but I was like, there are more, there are other things in the world to be upset about. Like, I was really putting my shit into perspective, so I like moved on and kind of just like laughed about it because it was so ridiculous, like it was a comedy of errors, but... I was able to re-record the next day, and the, the episode, I think, is even better than the first, and I'm so excited for it. So without further ado, longest intro ever, this podcast episode is with the one and only Bradley Erian. I am so excited to have him. He's amazing. And he is, if you don't know of him, although I'm sure many of you do, he is a celebrity hairstylist. He has done hair for some of the biggest names in the industry. Um, And he is hilarious. He is just the sweetest, funniest, realest person. We had the best time. Um, And he's just the best. So let's get into it. Here's the episode the long-awaited episode that we had to record twice. Here is Bradley Erian. Welcome, Bradley. Hey, <laughs> he's back. How's it going? Have you seen the movie Groundhog Day, where things repeat themselves every day? No, we're living it right now. Exactly. Yeah. It's deja vu. <laughs> so Bradley and I are, as you saw in Insta stories, and as I just said in the intro. Yeah, shit happened to the computer. It fried. We're redoing shit it. Shit happened. So, you know, I know it's not ideal because it was like very in the moment, but it's going to be even better. Yeah. It's going to be even better. Sure, it's going to be better. Why okay. Not? So, let's start first. Cheers. Cheers. So happy you're here, Bradley. Absolutely. Wow, Ooh. these are glasses. I'm scared I'm probably going to like, they'll break onto the couch. <laughs> um, okay. First, let's start with your background. A little synopsis how you got here sure. today. So, my background is I I was doing hair for years mm-hmm. in Washington State. That's where I'm from, on the West Coast, in a small city called Spokane, Washington. And um, I did hair there for many years and worked, ended up assisting a woman 
who was a hairstylist here in New York, who I met through a woman that I was working with in Spokane. They were friends. So I started assisting uh, this hairstylist here in New York um, for her hair shows and her classes that she was teaching because she was big in the education world. Mm -hmm. And so what ended up happening was she opened up a salon here to run her classes and then do clients and whatnot down in Tribeca. Mm -hmm. She asked me, hey, Bradley, would you ever think about moving to New York? And I just kind of was like, when? Like tomorrow. Yeah, like, like when do you me want it? the flight, yeah. <laughs> and so it, it worked out. Uh, so I moved here and, and it just kind of the rest of it just sort of fell into place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And okay, so how long were you doing hair before this? Like, did you know, were you born wanting to do hair? Uh, yeah, okay. I, it was, it was like really not, it was that or I was also very interested in fashion design. Mm. But the problem with that was I wasn't the best sewer. Oh, yeah, well, no, that, I, that would pose a problem. That poses a huge problem. Do you notice so now, by the way? No, no not really. No, <laughs> no I just <laughs> never, I jumped into hair because yeah. I knew that was going to be my So, but you knew. Like you could, so then what, when you got to New York, you got here. Okay, you're in this new city. You're from, I can't even say it. Spokane. Spokane, Spokane. Yeah. I keep saying it wrong. Spokane. Um, Spokane. 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 There's so There many, are a lot of things so you many. could say. So when would you say was your big break in New York? Like, what got you? Well, you know what's funny? My big break in New York um, came actually, I would say, three months after I moved mm -hmm. here because I was working in the salon. The salon was very small. Mm -hmm. It was right on Church Street between Walker and Lispinard Street. So it was a small little boutique mm -hmm. salon mm -hmm. called Rare. And it was the owner, Ruth Roach, mm -hmm. who was my mentor, um, a colorist named Colin, who came from Elizabeth Arden's salon, right. myself and his assistant. And so one night, one of the women that Colin did her hair, her name was Liz Derringer. She was a publicist mm -hmm. um, for like celebrities and yeah. models. And she called in a panic because she had this girl mm -hmm. who is this you know, huge upcoming like big model and tonight was her Sports Illustrated cover party. And the hairstylist backed out at the last minute, and they needed to. Uh, they needed right a place, right time. <laughs> Ruth went to a meeting, so she wasn't there. Colin didn't know how to style hair; he only colored it. His assistant was busy, and I was the only person that could take her. I mean, and it was Petra Nemkova, which is how you and I met. Which is how Bradley and I know each other Smallest from when I worked world. with Petra, and now back seven years later, and we're best friends. That's right. Um, no, but that is how. So Petra, you would say, was your. First, yeah, I mean, she that was, was definitely. And you know, the funniest thing is when I left Spokane, clients were coming to me and to say goodbye, you know, when I was getting ready to leave. And I remember this one client of mine, she said to me, she goes, Bradley, she goes, what are you going to do when you get to New York? It's just so big. And I said, I don't know. I guess I'm going to find a supermodel and do her hair. And boom, three months after yep. being there, that's exactly what happened because I do think that even though I wasn't thinking, yeah, this is probably going right. to happen three months after living here. It does, you put the suggestion out there of what you 100%. want. 100%. And it really does come back to you. I will say, uh, be specific. Mm -hmm. You know, because sometimes you get things that you want. Like, yeah. there have been times where, you know, I wanted to do, like, a famous person's mm -hmm. hair. Um, I won't name the one in particular, but a yeah. huge megastar. Yep. And you know what? I think that you need to be specific 
how you throw things out yep. in the universe and um don't just say don't, a general general don't yeah. be general especially dealing with fame it's yeah like it's better to be very specific <laughs> because you know uh again it wasn't the particular person it was the team around them mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. created they they were the, the nicest people unfortunately i, I mean so. so you so i mean we were we talked about this already before that like we it's the power of um the law of attraction the it's law of attraction manif- i mean it, it really might is. sound who who are like huh it, i 100 percent 100% and it's happened so many times uh for me especially here in new york i because i just i really believe New York City, the 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 biggest challenge of New York City is saving enough money, getting your ass mm-hmm. on a plane or in a car and getting here. Yes. Because once you've done that, you've shown up. Yep. 100%. You've done probably a huge portion of the work because yep. it takes a lot to get here. Uh-huh. But once you're here, you just meet people. That's what it is. Even you when just I just moved people. back here, what, two months ago, like, it's already, there's such a difference in my my career I've only been here two months and because it's, it's a here. hustle and yes. it's in the air it's in and the so air. It's the energy is, you. Yes. you know when you're sitting in like Texas or Spokane <laughs> Washington you know you sit in your house mm-hmm. you're like okay I just worked a day you know and I go home you make dinner you have a couple drinks <laughs> I don't or cook, you so I never did that. Get no. in a car, <laughs> you drive to a restaurant, yeah. you yeah. gorge yourself, yeah. you get back in yeah. a car. You know, it's like there's so much that happens here in New York. You know, yeah. you walk every day. I just like some people that I will just meet on mm-hmm. the street. Yes. Have connections in the industry. 100%. They're like, I'm going to call you for Isn't this job. Cra- and boom. Crazy. So, okay. So you're here. Petronam Kova was kind of your, your big break. Can you give a... She was. A, she was. Not kind of. Yeah, she, she was. She really, she, she really she, got me into this, and, this and part the, of the business. She, I mean, and, and, and she's like the sweetest thing ever. Oh God, my God. And let me tell you something. Her. The day she walked in, because I wasn't familiar with Sports Illustrated models. Right. It wasn't... You familiar. know, and I didn't really know who she was. Right. Uh, because she wasn't like a girl that was, you know, a huge fashion right. model like she wasn't a runway high Correct. fashion model yes. she was like lingerie mm-hmm. and gorgeous and mm. i just really was never on my radar go figure. right you didn't you didn't read but, <laughs> so no, i really wasn't like spending my time looking at bikinis <laughs> but but if the, you did but you know Petra. she walked in yeah. she walked in in a silver skin tight Ah. Dolce & Gabbana dress. And God. it was like a vision. And She's I was just like, I looked at her and she was, you know, eight feet tall. And She's I mean, so legs gorgeous. are amazing. So nice. And I was just like, how do I not know who this girl is? The most beautiful right. human being I've oh, ever, yeah. oh, yeah. ever been in the same room with, especially coming from Spokane. <laughs> from Spokane. You know, this was um, not grown in a cornfield. That you get over in Eastern Europe. Cheers. Exactly. Hey, Cheers they don't that. make Cheers them like you, that Petra. in America, honey. <laughs> I never they met a girl not. as gorgeous as that. No, unbelievable. So it was. It was a. We became instant buds, yeah. and then you know she ended up. Unfortunately, she was in the tsunami right. that happened in uh, Thailand, and then she was gone for a long time yeah. and I, I honestly didn't know if no. I would ever see her again and yeah. when she came back to New York she called me and she was coming back from the airport 
and she called me and she's like, I'm coming right now to get my hair done because she hadn't had her hair done yeah. in so long. And so Were you she so came happy? This, oh. Yeah, and then she started booking me um, on all of her campaigns because yeah. at that point she really had her own voice mm-hmm. of who she wanted to name oh, yeah. for her team because it was really, you know, coming back after a t- huge tragedy and oh. loss oh. like that, it's, Awful. you know, yeah. and then having to be in a work environment yeah. with... You know, people that care, but you want to be with people that really love you mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. you love. So exactly. that it makes the work experience, especially coming back, you know, and there's so much, I'm sure, post-traumatic stress oh that comes along with this. But you would never know talking to her. You like, wouldn't. It's, she's, it's beyond. But she, so you started, you were kind of like her, her hair person. So I, mean, I you was were, her hair person. Right. So I started working with photographers like Jill Ben-Simone. Yes. I was doing these big campaigns. Yes. But I didn't have an agent. And right. her agent at Next Model Management at the time uh, just didn't, she knew how to rep models, but she didn't know how to rep hairstylists. Right. And she kept Hair. telling me, you know, you got to get an agent, you got to get an agent. And then she ran into this guy who was had a hair and makeup agency um, that umbrellaed under Next Model Management. Mm-hmm. It wasn't part of it, but he umbrellaed his company right. under them. She ran into him in the... Uh, elevator and she said look you know you got to get this guy Brad I'm like handling these deals I don't know what to ask for mm-hmm, a hairstylist mm-hmm. but get him mm-hmm. sign him and start doing these deals because he's doing everything yeah and so he was uh, come to find out it was that that agent was also um, the same agent that my boss had signed with and so oh. he came in and my boss was cutting his hair and he looked at me one day and he goes, when are you going to come in and let me sign you? And I looked at him and I said, I'll be in, I'll be in Monday. Yeah. And he goes, good. And I and went in was... on a Monday, signed the paper or whatever for whatever right, worth right. that was. But <laughs> I signed the paper and they just started booking me. And oh. then that kind of started putting a closure to my salon business. So that's what I was going to ask you busy. when you were doing a salon. So then if you could give a little not to name drop, but who are some of your, your clients so, who have so, been? Yeah, clients? I mean, I've, I have, you know, you, you go on rides with people. I mm-hmm. see, you know, one of my favorites is Elizabeth Hurley. Oh. I love her. I just think she's so hot. She's seen, and she's she, just she's so awesome cool. She really and is. And funny. Yeah, she, she is really like funny. she could be really funny. Yeah, <laughs> she's got a great sense of humor, mm-hmm. and man, is she gorgeous! Oh, and that's gorgeous. another, you know, a topic for you know power of attraction and this like law of attraction yeah. and putting out there because back in the the nineties, she used to hang out. You know, back when she was like head to toe Versace, yeah. every like you just were like wondering when she wasn't right, Versace. Right. She um, was hanging out with Pam Anderson. I used to always have pictures from mm-hmm. the magazines. Out and I'd be to my clients, hey, you want want your hair to look like this? So crazy, <laughs> you know, because you know you yeah. take the pictures out of people you love, and yeah, you're like, everybody yeah, gets yeah. that haircut. Yeah. So um, uh, the funny thing is, I said years ago, this is before I was gonna move to New York, but I said to uh, one of my clients, I said, oh, I can't wait till you know I do Elizabeth Hurley's hair someday. I'm telling you, no. And the funniest thing is, the owner's client turns around in the chair and looks at me and I was like probably I don't know it was like in my 20s <laughs> and she looks at me she goes well you ain't never gonna do it sitting here <laughs> I do you know I wish you could like go back to this person and be like well, oh yeah <laughs> this is the funniest thing because um uh, then all of a sudden what I did get her as a client because actually my ex-agent he had asked me okay why don't you put together like a dream list of clients right 
And I had just seen her on the Wendy Williams show, and I was like, you know, I wish I could do her hair. I mean, I've always loved her. Yeah. And she's out and back in the, in the you know, press. And right, it's like, right. So I said, you know, I want to do Elizabeth Hurley's hair. And he goes, yeah. He's like, you're going to have to wait for so-and-so to die before that ever happens. Oh. So then I had a job with a photographer named Daniela Federici. Mm-hmm. Amazing uh, photographer, this uh, gal. She's, we've done some beautiful work together. And I was over at her house and I saw a picture of Elizabeth Hurley. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh my God. I said, I love her. Oh. love her. She's so amazing. And Daniela goes, oh, she goes, well, hi, I'll make that connection for you. Don't worry. She goes, she goes, uh, I'll make that happen. Literally, two days later, oh my, gosh. my agent calls me. He goes, you're not even going to believe this. Were you like, yup? <laughs> That's right. Don't doubt <laughs> this queen, bitch. Seriously. I just moved myself 3,000 miles away from Spokane, Washington. Not to lose. And he's, he was so funny, though. He's like, Elizabeth Hurley just put you on hold. And I said, really? <laughs> yes, yes. 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 But that's it. You know, you got to say what you, you do want. And, and believe you know, it, and, too. Yeah, because if you don't believe it. And you know yeah, what? I, I would always say, too, that's the hardest thing when you get older. You know, because right. I've been at this business now for almost 30 years. And... It's the hardest thing when you get older because when you get older, you your your life goes through so many different changes. Sometimes the magic sprinkle, right, right, comes right, off here right, and there. Yeah, that twenty one year old magic sprinkle yes. that you have, where you're just looking at life and you're like, uh-huh. "Fuck it, I can do anything, right, and right. I'm gonna just walk out of totally. the house." In my hot pants in the middle of winter, yes. and people are gonna make me famous. Yes, because I believe that I'm gonna yes. do that. Have you ever gone out in your hot pants in the winter? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when yeah. I was in my twenties. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's um, you, you know, and as you get older, yep. you start kind of like you start like weeding through bullshit a little more. Well, you're you're smarter, you're wiser, you're smarter, been, you're wiser. You're, you've been screwed over enough. Yep, you, is yeah. through just the minutia of, of waking up every totally, day. Totally, totally. Which is a great thing because my, the person I am now mm-hmm. is much more cool to it than the person I was exactly, back then. Exactly, exactly, 100%, 100%. I I wouldn't trade what I have for you know. Uh, for anything. No. However, sometimes I sit around and I'll be like, wow, you know, I wish I could just be that stupid again. Right. And just like blindly believe blindly. Just in that. Ignorance is kind of It's bliss, so it blissful. It's it really, really is. is. And I love it. And I love seeing it as much as it can annoy me sometimes on a set. I love seeing it in people when they yeah. just, just believe the sweetest of everything. Yes, it's it is. There's so something, it's, it's special. I agree. But New York City is a very jaded place. However, oh, gosh, I, yes. It has changed a lot. I always say it's turning more into an L.A. thing where people are just much more chill than they used yeah, to be. Yeah, uh-huh. Good. Has, I like that. Yeah, it I like has that. Like, sort of calmed down. I don't think we're bit. ever going to be as... Never. <laughs> but, but I do think that it's changed a lot just from the standpoint that, you know, there's... There are filters now. Mm-hmm. You can't just be a total asshole 
and get celebrated right. for it anymore. Oh, like God, he no. used to be able to. Exactly. That makes sense. And yep. that's a good thing. A very good thing. Thank God. Yeah. Okay. So Elizabeth Hurley, who else Sorry, is your... Jenny no. Mullen is another one of my good Gotta love her. I love so much. She is, Would she also so be your funniest client? I would, I would say she is definitely my funniest She's, client. So <laughs> I told Bradley, like, we've messaged about her coming on the podcast and she has not firmed up a date. Yeah. She, so get her on. Get I will. Her on I'll tell her. She I'll tell her how much fun She's I have. A, she just doesn't have really... Um, limit like she just laws no, don't matter there's like, there there are no fences <laughs> with her like, she is in the wild yeah it's like <laughs> I the, love her I remember somebody once said to me on Instagram I was like posting some stuff with her like we will get this banter between her yeah. Edsel her doorman I got it I got him on he needs to come on that fucking he bucket. needs to he come on seems he's hysterical fucking hilarious okay so we have Edsel and we have Sissy and, and Sissy, Sissy Wexler and Sissy and- as well. I mean, there's like a whole cast of characters here. <laughs> and that's how Jenny, you know, really, it's, it, what I love about her is that she's naturally extremely curious mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. things, almost in a childish way. She really loves, and she she likes, she likes a train wreck. Right. <laughs> and so do I. So it's perfect. Yeah, and it like, was like, I met her and I was just like, where the hell have you been? She's like, L.A. <laughs> Thank God she moved here. Yeah, thank right? God. Because God, New York's fun. got so many fun stories. Yes. And, you know. So, so she, okay, so Jenny Mullen. And so, and you, Christian, Christian, Christian Chenoweth. Chenoweth. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I just started. She well, seems like a doll. She is a doll. Yeah. And hilarious. Yeah. Like, yeah. she's really funny. I can see her being hysterical. And gorgeous. You know, oh, the God, thing yeah. that I love about Christian Chenoweth, I say, when I first met her, I was like, wow, if Amy Sedaris, uh-huh. who is another yeah, fucking hilarious! Like yes. one of my favorites. Have you ever seen Strangers with Candy? No. Oh, girl. Am I missing Get out on it? A- yes, it's an old show that Amy Sedaris. Oh, did called I need Strangers to- with Candy. I with, love Amy um, Oh my god, it is. Oh. The best. Okay. Okay. The best. Um, but if Amy Sedaris and Pam Anderson had a love child, it'd it be would be Christian Chenoweth. I love that because she's got all the vavoom yeah. of Pam Anderson. But yeah. she's funny and tiny. Like God, she's so there. fucking cute. Oh my God. God. And kind. Uh, see, I love that. She's I love kind. That. I love when they're all so nice. Like, kind. When it's that all... good southern gene. Gosh, got, yes. Know, that, that... So what would you say, um, obviously you can't pick a favorite client, but like a favorite hairstyle you've done or favorite moment. Yeah, so one of my favorite moments probably that I've ever done, uh, there's been a few, but... One of my favorites is uh, I work with this singer occasionally who I've kind of become friends with over the years, and yeah. I just absolutely adore Paloma Faith. Okay, yeah. Who's she's amazing, and I did her one year that she went to the Met Ball, oh, and I loved a, her hair was so gorgeous. Oh. It was very retro and yes. cool and full. So of, that whole like the Met, I mean, the whole sculpted. thing is so. And cool. the Met Ball was like such a thing, you know. Every hairstylist that moves to New York dies. At thinking, you know, yes. being able to do a moment at the Met Ball. I mean, How it's cool like unlike anything else. Yeah. So totally. when you're on these, okay, so what, now you're obviously you're not in hair salons anymore. So you have, um, you do advertisements, editorial. What's I your do, thing? So I do um, a little of all. So all of it. I'm pouring I more wine say, as well. Yeah, 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 we need more yeah, wine. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So I always say, you know, never get yourself too pigeonholed. Like the celebrity hair. Oh, I only do celebrity. Right, but you call your. I mean, that's what you call. It. You are a celebrity hair. That is. I mean, that's what. It, you're, but I do a lot of advertising, right, and I right. do a, some fashion, right. and I think it's 
in all good business, stay diversified. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, if you're going in and you're going to dump your pot of money in the stock market, yeah. stay diversified. Yeah. Don't stick all your coins in one hole. All eggs in one basket. Although I like coins in whole better. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, stick it all in there and, and you know, you got to like keep it diversified because you know what happens is there was like a moment in time and I really kind of jumped on that wagon yeah. right at the end of it where celebrities really were like really major money. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. mean, it really was like people snubbed a catalog or an advertising job because they were like, sorry, we're going to be over here. And, like, it's so know, crazy. Has doing it flipped? This. And it's flipping. And so I noticed that a lot of people that, that even I were heroes of mine in the beginning, right. listen, They'll do it. They won't tell you they did it, but they'll go do that job. Right, right, now. right. And it's because of the way the business goes. Right. Because some things that might have, you know, paid two, three thousand dollars for the day now might be paying seven hundred dollars for the day. So the hustle Ooh. has turned. Yes. Turned. And I think there's a a great documentary uh, about Kevin Al. Uh, Alquan, you oh, know, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. And one of the guys that was being interviewed for it, he said, you know, the problem really began when hair, makeup, and stylists became almost more famous than the celebrity they were working on. Yeah. And interesting. you know that it's what happened. You know, there was a moment where these hair and makeup people yes. and these celebrity stylists were becoming more, almost more famous. And they're right. commanding these outrageous prices. Right. And eventually somebody just said, hold on a minute. Right. Right. And the recession hit. Actually, 9-11 hit. Oh, yep, yep, Then yep, the yep, recession yep. hit. 9-11 hit. It brought things down yep. a bit. But once the recession hit, mm-hmm. that was like the brakes came on. And that gave everyone an excuse to lower the rates. Yeah. And either you dealt with it. Right. Or they'd find somebody on. A, yep. Instagram exactly. or Twitter so that would do it for free. Do you go to LA to for jobs or are you mostly mm-hmm. in New York now? What's I haven't your... been to LA in a, in a while. I do, I've got to be honest, there's a lot of work here in New York. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've had my fair share of travel. Yeah. You know, I've been all over the world and... Uh, you know, but I like to be home. I am yeah. a homebody. I'm and I think so- the older I get, the more I just get like, listen, it's, it's, I love it. But, you know, when you look through the pages of magazines. Right. And you see this beautiful, you know, girl in a dress standing on a glacier. That was a 14 hour day. <laughs> Turning with freezing. With sleet Tur- happening right as we're getting ready to shoot the beauty. Like, standing on a glacier oh, for 14 hours, it's a true story. It, it literally happens. Oh. Or you're shooting beauty for fall, winter, but it's in the middle of yes, 120, yes, on a beautiful oh. beach in the Hamptons, oh. but you'd never know it. Right. Thunderstorms, right. you see them coming right. in, so everybody's oh. freaking out trying to time it. Then the last shot of the day, we're on these train tracks out in Long Island somewhere, and... The sun is so down. I almost can't see the model, but they open the the shutter s- uh, speed on the camera right. so it looks like it's still right. light. Like if you knew what went into those oh shoots, my God. people it's would. Like, was I even here right. for the shot? Like I don't even <laughs> fucking remember because I was probably trying to cut my wrist. Right. 
You're gouging Over your in the poison, poison ivy. Just going, when will it end? Or you're like, We've got like, three hours to get home. This is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> your like, tongue is frozen. Yeah. It's like, like it's, you just want to die. But then you see these glossy, amazing, in a magazine, and people, you, like the what goes into that? Uh, what t- it takes to do it is what makes it, I mean, it's just, it really is art. It's, and it is it's see, art. It's unbelievable. Yeah, these images, you know, I and mean, if you end up with an iconic one, you're just... I mean, so so what, um, what is, do you have a, a favorite, do you, do you prefer doing editorial? Do you prefer doing these ad campaigns? Do you know, I think my favorite thing to shoot is beauty. Mm. It is, I like the more close-up, close I like, up. you know, the hair, makeup-focused yeah. kind yeah. of things. Um, are probably my favorite. I do love fashion, but for me, it all depends on the girl. Yeah. Okay. I'm not a men's guy. You know, I don't. I don't. I'm not a men's groomer. Okay. And I'm not. Oh, I have yeah, no. To ask you that. I, I have know. no interest no. in it. Do you ever? I've you never do men's hair. No. Okay. It's just you know what. I have one client that I do. Uh, I cut his hair. Yeah. He's a news person. Okay. And so. And that's kind of like. And I do. His hair, and I've done his hair since I moved here to New York. He's one of my clients that um, I got back when I was at the salon. Right. And now he lives around the corner from me, so, so I just zip easy, over and cut his right, hair. Right. But it, your women's is your specialty. But women yes, are, yes, are yes. my specialty, and yeah. they always have been. It's always been my my thing. Listen, you know, my own hair is long. Yeah, I, I, I want just, your hair. I, just, I keep telling <laughs> you, I want your exact color. Yeah, it's, but I don't believe you. You said that you have gray. Where is there gray? There's no. Gray. I'm a hundred percent gray. You're a hundred. Yeah, I started going gray, gray when I was fifteen. Shut it, the genetic. fuck up. Yeah, my dad. His hair wow. was totally white by the time I think he was twenty five. How often do you have to color it? Every two weeks, because I wow. start getting granny scalp. What's you know where they where the old women you know they like oh, color their hair dark scalp. brown. Yeah, and yeah. then you start getting yeah. that gray grow out, so, and what happens is it starts making your part line look whiter and whiter. Oh, so, you so have I to, have to color. I, least, I just have a chunk right mm, in the front mm-hmm. um, that I have to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> but Bradley's gonna help me do my hair. Yeah, yeah we're gonna like, like sort you. Yeah, out. it's like well, you gotta sort me out. We're okay. Sort you so, out. <laughs> okay, so what would you say? And by the way, I feel like I'm ready to pour more wine, but it's only because I pour myself less. It's not that I'm drinking faster. You're than so you. funny because actually, um, I've been blabbing so much. Oh, so it's I'm not a so lush. I am. Yeah, I'm a lush. Well, you're a lush, and I am too. But, <laughs> but by all means, pour more because this will be done in do. <laughs> No pressure. Okay, what would you say is your favorite part of your job? If you had to pick one, do you one. know what? Honestly, I would have to say the my my favorite part of my job. Is, I think, you know what's interesting? Uh, I would say that I probably have lived my life on a bucket list. Yeah. That's great, though, that you have that. But it is and it's not. Oh, because I not. think sometimes, I mean, it is great. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, but you live your life, when your life is just a bucket list of shit to do. Right. Sometimes you're just so busy trying to create that yeah, that you're not yeah. always living in the moment. Right. Like, I don't take time for myself. And when yeah. I do, it's me in bed. Right. But it's an, it's probably a great bed, and you probably It is, love and it. I just got a brand new one. Oh, tell oh, us about work. it. work. I got a... Like a new mattress? The whole thing. Oh, the whole shebang. What mattress did you get? Because when I moved here, I had to get a mattress. I got a Beautyrest Black. Okay. I can't remember the name that I got. This it, it fucking thing is so amazing. 
And I bought, uh, I'm going to tell you, I have a friend that had a medium one. She told me that she has to flip it all the time. And I said, oh. well, I got a firm and I don't have to flip it. Is it amazing? And it is amazing. Wow. And this is not sponsored by would, that brand. But listen, apparently no, it's but I'm telling you, if you want a great mattress, <laughs> Beauty Rest Black, but get firm. Because, you know, okay. it, it does have that Tempur-Pedic yep. thing. Okay. You know, a mattress, you used to, you know, raid the piggy bank and go down and buy a fucking $100 mattress. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if something happened to it, yep. you just threw it away. Yep. Now these things are like four or $5,000. They're insane. No, it's like, I got this whole thing. I went to, um, I can't even remember what it was called. <laughs> Mattress something. The wine got to us. Yeah, well, mattress, I know it's coming. Like, like a mattress giant. No, like a ma- it's like it's on Fourteenth Street between like Sixth and Fifth Avenue. Is it it's a mattress like a, store? Yeah, it's like a mattress store that sells mattresses. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, the wine's getting to us. And so, <laughs> so, so I <laughs> went there. My mom's like, she was here visiting for Thanksgiving. She's like, let's go look. See, if you need a new bed. So we walked in. And sure enough, I bought this thing. I got it. Uh, this mattress was like forty six hundred dollars. I got it Damn. for two grand. How? Because they, they know you. Because no, because it was a year end sale. Oh. So this is the trick buying mattresses. Everyone <laughs> is you go at the fucking end of the year because all of the mattresses they haven't sold in that year. They got to get rid of them. Right. Right. So yeah, if you and buy you it, two grand mattress. if you can make it to like November, early December, yeah. go buy it then because these these stores they want to get rid of they want to get rid of it and bring in the new shit. Oh, so you my love, God, this, so has has the mattress made you more of a homebody? Like even more than well, I wouldn't say it's made me more of a homebody, but it's definitely I'm more bedridden now than I ever have been. And because you, we were talking about you go, you can party, but you mm-hmm. like. Kind of like as you've gotten older. Well, sure. You know, the thing is, is that, you know, I'm 47 now. And the nobody, when I was young, I wasn't like the nicest 21 year old in the bar. <laughs> I wish I knew. I was that. kind of like a nasty queen, you know. But I was, was just like, like so mm, fun. You know, and I'd always look around the bar and I'd always be like, I never want to be that old queen drunk at the end of the bar. And you're not that old queen drunk at the end of the bar. And I'm not because I don't want to be. It, and, so it's, and I'm not saying anything against any old queen that's sitting at the end of the bar hitting on a 20-year-old. I'm not saying anything about that. It's just it wasn't the way right, I wanted right. to go down. So I really kind of when I moved to New York, my focus was so on making sure that I didn't end up back in Spokane. Because there oh. were so many people saying, oh, he isn't going to make it a year. He won't make For it them, six months. Around. Right, but you know what? You have to stay focused because yeah. the one thing I can give as a piece of advice uh, here in New York City is that if you move here to do something for yourself, you have to check your party because yeah. there's a party yeah. on a Monday night. Mm. There's a party on a Monday afternoon. There's, there's a, party. a party every, every moment. And you can get yes. caught up in it. And listen, when I was a teenager, all I wanted to do was live here and be a club kid. That wouldn't have worked out so great. Right. Well, and because we, we had mentioned that, so you're partying and you're, you're, well, how do you function the next day? Where, like, I want, I was going to ask well, you, you can't later on, but function. how do you, yeah. You can't function with these people the next day. Right. The thing is, is it's not like going to a salon, you know, and working a, a day of clients. You have one client mm-hmm. who's famous mm-hmm. and you might be starting at, 4.30 or 5 in the morning For a talk show or to something. do 
all of the talk shows that day. Like you 4 a.m. You, you could press be working until Yeah, you all get night. to their hotel like 4.45 in the morning. You go up at 5 a.m. You get them ready. The car picks you up at 6.45 or 7, whatever time right. it is, whatever time you get, you know. And you're with them all day. And you're with them all day. And nobody likes a drunk. Good, right, because, and if you're out the night before till 1 a.m., how the fuck are you going to function? That you're not, not at 47 years of age. <laughs> if I were 21, I could have met- done it. Because I did it, but it, you know, to be, yeah, you just your your priorities change a little. So you'll bit. so 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 a day a day in the life of Bradley. So a day in the life would be like one a a day could be where you're with them for their press all day mm-hmm. from morning to night, yeah. from the morning shows to the night. I mean, so you're you're exhausted at the end of the day. So you yeah, and bed. then so a lot of times what happens is then I go home, and then if I've also got something going on with wigs, because um, uh, I've had a few jobs this year. With, um, or this last year with wigs where I was doing them for big campaigns. So then I go home and like during that, I'll work during the day and then I go home and I work all night, night. creating wigs for these jobs. I didn't know you, is, are you doing that? Is you create wigs? I do. I, I do some. Oh. Yeah. I don't, I don't make them like, I don't hand ventilate right. them, but I right. buy them. I color them custom. Oh, as if there's someone's hair. And add more hair into them. Amazing. And then therefore, I did one for uh, a character for uh, this one company that was shooting an advertisement. And I sent those to LA. But they wanted one wig, and then all of a sudden they wanted two. And ah. right as they wanted two, I was starting four oh. for a color campaign. Right. And it was just like, oh my God. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I had six wigs going in my apartment at Holy once. I've got a shit. small apartment in New is York City. Is it smaller than like, mine? Uh, and by the way, we're recording in my apartment because there was an issue with where we were recording. So Bradley and I are on my couch. This girl would not stop doing yoga and let us in. I'll she, just rat no, her this out. this fucking girl. She, yeah, fuck she her. is. Fuck her. Fuck yeah, she was a bitch too. She didn't, she even, didn't even get into our She head. wouldn't get into our elevator either. Let's just like rat her <laughs> ass out. That? Yeah, she was angry. So we're in my apartment. This Namaste, apartment. motherfucker. <laughs> Namaste in your fucking apartment apartment and don't use my space <laughs> anyway okay so what would you say is your your not your least favorite but your most challenging part of your job or something you don't like so much do you know what it is i think the most challenging part of my job is uh waking up early <laughs> and um i think it's just you know what you gotta i i think that the most important advice i could give somebody is when you start in this business, it's important to um, work in a salon. Right. Okay. In the beginning, because you learn how to how to communicate with people of mm-hmm. all ages, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's a real trick. Um, communication is everything, because yes. when you're a young twenty one year old hairstylist, you need to learn how to communicate. With people that are 50, 60, 70, right. 80, sometimes 90. I've had clients that were 90 Damn, years old. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But, you, gotta, you, ha- but mm-hmm. you learn how to communicate with all different mm-hmm, age types. Mm-hmm. You've got to be able to communicate with people of different political backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Different. Listen, I have had good people yeah. in my chair go off on gay people. Because they didn't... How do you respond? How do you look at me and not fucking think that maybe... You're talking to a gay person, but, but I you still. But, it's but like, how do you, how do you, so do you respond in just a very like 
I'm one of those people, listen, I'm a go with the flow kind of guy. You are, because see, he had to reschedule the podcast and he didn't give two fucking shits. I don't give two fucking shits about anything. <laughs> I, all I want to do I need to is get your meds. have a laugh. <laughs> yeah, I wish I was even on meds. Uh, good for you that you're not. Um, yeah. I just, just literally don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah. It's like, I think it's also just, you know, uh, when you're a young kid and you're coming out, Say in the late eighties, the you know in the nineties. Was that yeah? When it's like you know, was. it's like I was in high school, and mm-hmm. so when that kind of shit happens, you, you know, and during a time where AIDS was mm-hmm. a real fucking epidemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got it. You turned to a zombie. You died. <sighs> you know, and yeah. all of that happened in th- three years max. People just didn't live long. And so, you know, you become, uh, I guess I got a little just, it just sloughs it's off. So, right, right. And that's, you know? but that is an amazing Because there were no feels back then. You didn't have feels right. back then. But now do you still let, like, shit, th- and you're, you're still, you're very chill. You're very relaxed. You're very, like, I don't, because there's no point. Why, what, if you can't change it, like, what, just deal with, like, there's perspective. <laughs> perspective. That's just, that's, that's the word. The only thing that fuels my fire is money. So yeah. I, you know, cause I've, I've had issues in the past because mm-hmm. the one thing is, is, you know, uh, the thing with agencies are, and this is another piece of advice I could give any young hairstylist getting into the business I'm in uh-huh. is you have to watch your agents and you have to watch your money. Yeah. Because you could end up paying taxes on money you've never received. That might be buying somebody a house. They might not be. They might be paying for rent on uh, their business doors and not for your doors. And it I, does happen. And you and because but your agent is the person you should be trusting the most. You would think so, and that's where you have to be very careful because you know business is business. Yeah. So have you, you've had a bad experience with? I did. I had I had a tricky experience. You know, I would say that, um, I would say that, in his day, he was the best in mm. the country. Okay. But you know, you you make enough bad blood in this industry, and it's very small. This industry yeah. is so small. I'm sure, especially in New York. Oh I my God! Imagine. Like we all know each other. And really? everyone knows. And the minute that the word got out that I was unhappy with my situation, I had three agencies that were that I had met with during that time because they were reaching out to me, going, "Hey, we hear so you're they... you're you're thinking about jumping. We'd like to have you. Can I take you for a drink and talk to you?" So I had people coming to me, wow, asking me during that time. So it really got around. Like all I have to do is say to a makeup artist, "Yeah, I'm not really that happy." And then there you go. And then I have these. So you had a bad out. experience where you didn't like receive the money. Yeah, it was just not coming in. I mean, there was like a you moment. You did the work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You do the work. So the, yeah. the thing, the way that it works out in my agents or in, in this business mm-hmm. is you do the job, they don't pay you on site. I think people think they do. They do. They think that we're all walking around with like fucking suitcases of millions of dollars. <laughs> but no. <laughs> but I mean, the thing is, is that you do get paid a lot. I'm not right. complaining about right, the right. amount of money I get paid at all. What it is, is that rather than it come in in two weeks, you know, you do a job and then 
some of these companies will take 30 days. Mm. Somebody will, yeah. some of them take 90 days to pay upon receipt. So you're not seeing your money for Somebody, a while. Some of them will take 120 days. And then if I also have an assistant on top of that, normally what I'll try to do is just pay my assistant up front, but then I'm waiting to get paid back. If there's a $1,000 hair budget, uh, then I have to wait to get reimbursed for that. So there's a lot of money out. Uh, yeah. A lot of money coming back in. Right. So it's you not, know. it's you're not seeing it right then and there. You're That's not. right. It's not like you're going to a hair salon paying right then. Either. Nobody said, hey, Bradley, here's this. But every once in a while, you know, uh, you know, I mean, God, I mean, I've had jobs where I've made probably half the year income of a normal average yeah. family of four. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. those yeah. things exist. And totally. they're amazing when they happen. But, you know, and everyone can say a break and the IRS is happy because I'm like, here's your money. <laughs> Fuck you. See you next year. Yeah. Fuck you. You know, I'm yeah. so over the IRS right who now. Who likes them? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> you know who likes them? The 1%'s like pretty the, damn cool they're, though. They're cool. They hang out. They yeah, they're down. <laughs> okay. So tell me, this has been a question that people have asked and I'm dying to know. Yeah. What is your favorite Mm. hair product or brand so i have to be honest i've got a couple a couple different favorites okay this um, is important i feel like everyone's like really listening now so this is <laughs> this is it <laughs> um <laughs> my favorite product line is orbe it really is yes rest, i love God, rest his soul. and you know what i also love bumble and bumble, bumble, and bumble. That's, that's but a good but i love what I love about Bumble and Bumble is I love their um, thickening hairspray. I blow dry it in to dry every uh, uh, section by section into the hair on every shoot I do. When the hair is wet? Well, wet or dry. Okay. Mostly I just do it because the girl shows up with dry hair. So I just okay, okay. section by section mm -hmm. and blow dry all of that in. And then no matter what I do to the hair... It is completely moldable in my hands to put it up sexy, to, oh, damn. to wear it down. It's just, for some so reason, it's the dry, that it product, it's called a, a thickening hairspray. Just thickening hairspray. But okay. I use it as like a blowout spray. Wow. And it is transformative. No matter what I do with the hair, it Doesn't never matter. gets gummy. It never gets too stick that you can't get the brush yeah, through. Yeah, that's it. gross. You know, which yeah. happens sometimes yeah. they're too tacky yeah, and they've got yeah, too yeah, much yeah. glue in them and you can't brush or comb okay, through. Okay, so it. that's the product. That is my my go to. That that wow. product's always in my bag. And then I love Orbe. Or I mean or the smell alone. They need to make a fabric softener. Hundred, you would sleep sheets, on that yeah, shit all I mean, day, every fuck day. Yeah. But I, I mean they're dry they're texturizing spray I, every day. I mean Smells like it right now. Like I just it said, it's in my hair amazing. right now. <laughs> amazing. Right. So okay, those are, I love this. Okay. One of my favorite conditioners is the Terax Crema. I've Terax never heard is of an this. old Italian company, and for some reason, you know how like certain conditioners, your friend will be like, "Use this. Yep, it yep. works great." And then you try it, and you're like, "Yeah, it's yeah. really working my hair." Right. Like that conditioner in my hair, for some reason, works magic. Really? Terax? Terax. T-E-R-A-X. And you can get it's it... It's a random Italian company. It's been around for a hundred years. You can get it in, in like, Amazon? Or, or, Amazon. Or, you can oh, get oh, it at okay. Ricky's. I mean, you can get it at places. It's one of those companies that I don't even know. I mean, I hope they're around for forever, but I feel like with the modern day... 
products that are out there now, it's like they're going to be one of those ones that might get kind of aged out of the deal. Got because it. I feel like they just for and this is just honesty. I've just noticed they don't grow with the times. Okay. 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 They were yeah. slow in the beginning. Yeah. Then they decided they wanted to do something. Yeah. There's these certain products in the hair industry that I just always look at them and I'm like, Fermisi is another one mm-hmm. that I used to love back in the um, 80s and 90s. And Fermisi is one of these companies that's in the old Italian mm-hmm. color line, but their styling products and shampoos, they just didn't grow with the time. Right, right, And it's right, like, right, what are you guys right, doing? Right, you got you to go you got with a it. great yeah. fucking color line, but mm-hmm. and, and you've had the best shampoos and your best shampoos and conditioners you discontinued years ago and they probably would do great now right. but you right. don't make them anymore right. what the fuck the fuck <laughs> get on it hello <laughs> and so it's just like you know i just i don't know but, i need to like be but, a part of a uh, product line so i can you really why don't you have your own product line um well so this is the deal i want that but <clears throat> you know I'm not looking to compete in an mm. Orbe world. Right, right, But how right. do you take that and put it in Target? Valid, valid, valid. You know, I gotta, yeah, like, yeah. figure out how to, like, do something that's great, but at a cheaper cost point. Right. So, you know, for not everyone can have a $50 bottle of shampoo. Correct. Yep, yep, no, that, good point. <laughs> but why can't it all smell good? Because at the end of the day, it's the smell. It's the smell. It's the smell. It 100% is. Okay, what would you say is your favorite hairstyle? Like what that you've, or or, or maybe not even that you've done, just in general, like short, long, I don't know. Like You know, I I have, a, I get a lot of long hair, um, like clients. Like yeah, I just, yeah. It's like people to like go to him. He's the one that knows how to do that. But I like always. I like a sort of mid. I like okay. short hair. You're like, I mean, I just like every. Okay, you, like you're good with all of it. Yeah. You love it all because you can do you you do your shit with it all. It's, yeah, I do. Uh, okay, so what about what would you say is the trend for now this season this year? What is a hair trend that we should all be you know kind of? Well, on? you know what's funny. I always look at. You know, you look at Fashion Week. Yep, yep. Okay, not here in the U.S. Let's look at Paris Fashion yep. Week. Let's look at, you know, uh, Italian Fashion mm-hmm. Week, you know, in Italy. Mm-hmm. And look at those Fashion Weeks. And what is the one thing that you see in hair and makeup? Nothing. I was just going to say, I'm like, is this a trick there's, question? There's, <laughs> there's not a lot right, happening. Right, right, right. If you look at... At the moment the Kardashians happened, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you look at where we're at now, yeah, not a lot's happened in hair fashion. Right. There've been yeah. wigs, and there there are right. like moments, right. but the majority of like the Calvin Kleins, the you know, and like the Versace yep, shows, yep. there there hasn't been like real epic, right, right, hair moments, and I think it's because, to be perfectly honest, there is a a uh, passive aggressive sweep against the LA look. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think yeah. Fashion Week's not going to go for it. Yeah. I think they do it every once in a while. I yeah. think Guido really creates his big hair right, and it's right. really fun. Yep. 
And then they all sit around and laugh and go, well, let's see which one of those is going to wear it. Right. Exactly. In public. You're right. There's not really... So, like... It's a lot of very undone texture. Undone. Yes. But it's, like, undone as in undone, no wigs, no extensions. It's, like, you go into jobs. Like, there was a, a moment when I would walk into a job, and flat out, if you didn't have a suitcase of hair to use, they would basically be like, well, if he doesn't have hair then he's not going to get hired. That wow. was the attitude. Like, you had to have hair extensions. Now, you know, you go in and do a, a job, and most of the time people don't even want hair extensions. Wow. They don't want it because they don't want the over-the-top right, right. thing. And I think it's a real rejection to what is is in in the fashion industry against what is becoming a common norm in society due to social uh, social media and right and right. what's going on in exactly you know, reality te- television. So world. there's not like a thing going on right now. You remember when ombre was the thing? Yeah, and, like, and I mean I did again. Ombre. It just never died. Right, you know, right, right. it'll be one of those things that just, you know, beats itself like a dead horse and I'll be one of them. Right. Because I've got it. And this is considered ombre? Is this ombre? Yeah, this would probably be considered it. Oh, I mean, wow. it's like okay. mostly just like, you know, Mine bleach the ends. I want that. I want what you Yeah, have. it's like easy breezy. It's easy breezy, exactly. And the thing is, is about keeping it looking organic and not yours looks super natural like it yeah. looks very like it's it the blends. way i do it it's the way, it's you the do way it. i do it and you do it yourself yes i do and bradley's coming over to uh, my apartment in, uh, tomorrow to do it now <laughs> yeah and we're gonna podcast that too. <laughs> we're gonna podcast it so what would you say if you could pick i don't know if you can say favorite salon in this city can you tell us so i would say probably if i had a number one favorite salon one that i've never been to i've seen pictures of it but i hold a huge amount of respect for is serge normand okay I do. Okay. I think that salon is killer. Just the, the top. It that, is. That's, okay, so that's the one. Do you think you'll ever work in a salon again? I would like to. I think you should have your own salon, maybe. I Absolutely not. Oh. <laughs> Listen, do you know what? I'm going to tell you why I would never own a salon. Because, A, I... You... The amount of money it costs to have a salon in New York mm-hmm. City. I Oh, I, I mean, the rent alone. Hairstylists are flakes. I'm not. I'm just gonna You're say not. it. They're are my, you? Yeah, sure. We're all <laughs> we're all flaky. We're artists. We're like fucking crazy, all over the map. You know, it's like you you can't yeah. you, you can't. It's like they're rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. no these people sign leases on these buildings. They do huge build outs to make these beautiful salons, and then all of a sudden the landlord sees you being successful, and he's like, oh. Yeah, I went, yeah. I want twenty thousand dollars more a month for rent. It's unbelievable. It's, yeah, and no, in New York, it's like if you that. don't if you don't have it, because the minute they see you being successful, mm-hmm. that's when they want it. I mm-hmm. always say, people in this business, uh, in in New York, you know, the rich, they all just sit around and they look to see who's making this and who's right. making that. Let's see who's gonna get something together. It's gonna happen to you someday with your podcast. Somebody's <laughs> gonna have a look and I they're gonna you. be like, they're gonna be like, <laughs> wait a minute. How do we get a little more money out of her pocket? Right. Something's not right, right because she's walking around. She was living in this apartment. Now she's got this Right, thing. I see what you're saying. How yeah. do we get more money out of her? Mm-hmm. The tax, somebody's going to see it and they're yeah. going to be like, don't give her that write-off. 
Right. We want that piece. Right. That's what right. happens right. here right. in New York. Right. Right. And it happened to hair and makeup people many years ago. People were able to write, you know, in the in the freelance world, able to write a portion of their apartment right. off because of the fact that all of our business is done yes. in our homes. Yes. Yes. And yes. I've got a space. My space is not big, so my space is like I work in my apartment, right, making right. hair and making things to use. Right. I can't write that off. Right. And so right. that's yeah. what happens. Yeah. Somebody sees you doing good. And I like, ah! know how much money they're making. And they're only paying this much. It's like, yep. let's figure out how to dip yep. into that pocket yep. a little more. And so that's what happens to salons a lot. I mean, I've seen the biggest hairstylists in the world that have had salons here. And they've been reduced. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Because okay, the landlords. Salon. Yeah. It's no. just, it's a, it's a, it, I don't want to say it's a fleeting cause. I certainly don't want to like bring the no. mood down. Cause and you would maybe work at a salon. You would. Tr- I would love to work yeah, in a salon. Yeah, you should. But very in poquito, not very often. Okay. Okay. Only for, you know, like one it's day like I need, I need like time, you know, I'm kind of, like, I need to lay in my just, coffin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I was going to ask you what advice you'd give to people entering the industry, but you already gave great advice. So we're going to, we're going to jump on into rapid fire where you just give the answer that's at the top of your head. No, no, no thinking twice. Okay. We're going to start really easy. Beach or mountains? Beach. Done. Same. Okay. If you could have a drink with anyone living or dead, who would it be? You living more wine. Can I, or can I dead? Yeah, pour me more wine. Okay. I mean, I know you're going to dinner after, living, but you know. Oh, yeah. Fuck it. I'm going to be wasted. <laughs> Whoever you're meeting, they're going to be like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, people. no, but we're going to get drunk. Okay. So <laughs> um, Pre-game. Living or Living or dead. Anyone. Anyone you could have a drink with. Anyone. Marilyn Monroe. Oh, yes. Yes. I think, you know why? Because yes. she's misunderstood people see the person that she was on the mm-hmm. screen and the one thing to always um, uh, remember with actresses is that the sign of a great actress is what they are on screen is not who they are in person this, I have yes been, okay I've been reminded that in my times uh, with with different people and one in particular who I just was so enamored by a character that I forgot that that character was not the person I was working with that day. Because that means they're a great actress. And great that's actress. a real sign. There, you know, sometimes when I'm watching movies and I'm like... And she reminded I, me I, of it, too. Really? Yeah. In the sweetest ways, and I've been working with her for a long time since. It's not like it was anything, but she was like, you know, that's just not who I am. Isn't that... That means they're an amazing... And, and I loved that moment with her because I needed... Uh, it was a great lesson for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because, you know, I get just as starstruck as anyone else. She Do you really? Help. Sure. Oh, but you're like, you, you love them. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, by God, you like end up working with somebody that you, I you mean, know, am- have yeah. admired for so many years. And that's how I work feel with the them and, and, you know, some people are like really cool with that sort of character of who they were and they right. kind of float it through life. And then there's some people that are just real actresses that... Are just like, you know, that's just not who I am. It's amazing because there was a movie I was watching. I'm like, oh my God, I fucking hate you in the movie because mm-hmm. you were... So, but then I'm like, that's not them in real life. That's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I mean, that's, yeah. that means they're great, great at what they great do. Great people. Great at what they do. Okay, so Marilyn Monroe, we're going to 
that's the drink. That's where you'd have the drink. She'd be good. She'd be great. So who would play you in a movie? Mm. If there was a movie about your life, who would be? Do you know, uh, probably... Who would play me in a movie, I mean, at this point? (laughs) 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 Elvira. No, I would say, you know, um, Uh... probably Ezra Miller would be a good person to play me in a movie. Okay, okay. Why? Because I think he could look similar. Okay. And I think that he's um, one of those people, I think he can kind of swing in a role. He's very fluid. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I think he gets it. He gets it. Okay. So that that so if there is a movie about it, and he's a really great actor. I know he plays the Flash in the Justice League, but but the other roles he's played, uh, I think he could play it. uh, So should we maybe get a movie going about you? I think it wouldn't. Let's let's let me die first, and then somebody (laughs) else can do it. Do you know um, when I'm asked this question, like when people are like, "What about you?" I say Jenny Mullen or Anna Kendrick. Yes, I see it. I totally see it. I'm a little crazy. Yeah. And I feel like Jenny would appreciate it. Anna maybe too, but... She is... Fucking crazy. I I actually... She messaged something about not being able to work today, and I said, don't work. Come to the podcast with Bradley and I. Oh, did she respond? No. Oh, she didn't even, like, really see it. (laughs) She probably didn't see it. You know what? Because she... I will say, Jenny is... She loves... She, like when I say she's curious, she loves, she loves shit like this. Right. She would love. I, I, she would love, love this moment. Do you think she'd like being in my four hundred and fifty square foot apartment? Do you yeah, think she'd she be would. excited about it? She would because she, she would be curious how somebody lives in a four hundred and sixty <laughs> square foot apartment because she does not know what that is. She doesn't know what four hundred fifty square feet is. Her bedroom's bigger than this whole no place. No fucking shit. Yeah, isn't it? Should I be embarrassed? But it's so cute. Look, it, you love. I my love apartment. it. I think your place is great because I live in a small apartment <laughs> with a great mattress. She's like, like, oh, I can come over to your place. I'm like, no, let's just like go over to your place. <laughs> He's like, you're rich, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, we'll go to yours. Um, okay, who is your dream person to do hair for? If you had a, someone you haven't done, oh, but you love. Oh my God, who is my dream person right now? You know who I've always loved? Well, there's like a few people, a few actresses that I like really love. Nicole Kidman's one of them. Yes! I love her. Love her. But I love Keith Urban too. And who doesn't love he was like Jeez. so cute. I saw him. He was, um, I was doing, working with Pluma Faith. Okay, yeah. Out in the Hamptons. She was doing a music festival out there. And he was one of the people. And, I just, oh, his tattoos. I felt like a stalker. Yeah, no, I would be up in he's his. He's so hot. I mean. He's tiny, but he's cute. He could be one of my. She likes short guys. But you know yeah. what? I was looking back at my life. I like short guys too. I never want one. But you, I always end up with short, poor guys. I think if I had a short, rich, rich one, I'd be a lot happier. So are you dating? Like, are you, uh, what's your... Um, no, I jumped off that rail. Can I set you up? No. Okay. <laughs> Not unless it's Mr. Monopoly. So you want, you want a rich, like, hot old man? Yeah, you know, at least rich and old. Um, <laughs> I don't want to seem like an Anna Nicole Smith, but I have to be honest... I'm over it. I mean, I, you know, I I jumped off the the dating wagon years ago. I like dated this one person before I moved to New York, and I, I was so smitten. And then, you know, he was like an instant loser, and I just uh, kind of like moved to New York, and I was so focused on work. And when I moved to New York, you know, I was such a small town, 
boy. Right, right. And when I moved to New York, the dating, the way people approach you and the way you, the dating happens, you get approached on the streets. Right, You get right. approached in subway tunnels. Right. It's kind of cool, though. I, and I didn't like it. Oh, you didn't like yeah, it? Yeah, I'm a little, <laughs> I'm a little old-fashioned. And I didn't really care for it. And I was, um, I just, you know, it, it doesn't, it never made me feel special. Okay. And I was like, then the internet happened. Yep, yep. Oh, like Tinder. Um, um, like uh, this, the, the telephone No, but um, grind, grinder, grinder. That happened. And, you know, once... You know, all that stuff was going. I was already out of the mix because right, right, I right, watched right. my friends struggle with that shit. And listen, you know, I don't need syphilis. So you, so you, <laughs> flat out, I don't want syphilis. I'm a bit of a germaphobe, so. But what for if they? Me, but just, they might not, not have syphilis. Well, not according to the New York Times. <laughs> there was an article out <laughs> that said that the highest rate of syphilis in the United States. Is in Chelsea in New York City. Seriously? <laughs> oh my God! Okay. So that was pretty much the end of my dating spree because okay, um, fair, fair enough. You know, I... Chelsea's what? You know, Fifth Avenue to the West Side Highway from like what twenty eight Eightieth Street down We're to Fourteenth Street. Street. Right. 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 We're down the street right Should now. Should we go there right from... now? No, because I don't want syphilis. <laughs> I'm terrified of it. <laughs> you know, so, I don't want syphilis for you. I mean, I yeah, don't, I don't no, want no, that. No, 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 no. Um, okay, so no syphilis. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you, but but like an older, hot, rich yeah, man. Yeah, you know what? It's just like somebody that doesn't mind. Listen, I the perfect the perfect guy for me would be somebody with their own life. Yeah. Yes. 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 Um, You're busy, but I'm also really good. At my own life, yeah. when I'm taking care of somebody else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm great at having dinner ready. I'm great at... Oh, you cook? You're domestic? I am good like that. Do you... I'm good like that. You, you know what? I, I haven't ordered in... I think the last thing I ordered in is I was stoned and I decided <laughs> I, I wanted so a Domino pizza. When was that? So I haven't had one in so many years. And so I ordered a Domino's pizza because I wanted that flavor of that, like shitty it's, it's cheap good. pizza it's, it's just you can't the new york style pizza doesn't give you that Dominus. manufactured no, like that's like no. pizza hut is totally. one of my favorites totally. too totally you know it gives me that old school and so i was like you know i want Domino's, but most of the time i cook at home really I love it Stop! I don't I know. do it. That's I don't what do it. I, I ordered in seamless probably yeah, this morning. You should smoke some pot. I should. You know, you I've get never really. Been super, I drink a fucking shit ton. Yeah, but, but you I, know what? This doesn't make you as creative as weed. Yeah, I probably should. But I get You're a little paranoid with pot. Uh, I know. That's what keeps you home. So it keeps you home. So can we go so smoke pot you and cook at your yes, house? Yes, <laughs> because you you literally don't. You don't run out and meet strangers on the street because you're terrified of doing it. I guess right. I could say that <laughs> pot's like a condom. In what way do you mean? It, it just it keeps you home. <laughs> so it's like a condom to society. Keeps the syphilis off you because you're afraid it's, of everybody. Because you're afraid. It's turned me paranoid. <laughs> Really, this is this is good advice, guys. Write this shit down. But the craziest um, thing is in Washington State, you know, it's it's legal, so you go there. Oh and God, like, yeah. 
instead of wine stores, there's weed stores now everywhere. But it's, New Jersey, I think, is about to have that happen. New York City needs to. It, it will. It will. Cure its tax issues and 100%. all of its fucking. You want a new subway line? Legalize weed. Agree. And then you'll fucking Maybe. buy twelve <laughs> new subway lines. Because everybody's smoking the shit here anyway. In the street, you walk down the street, girl. There are skunks everywhere. There are skunks in my eighty-nine-year-old neighbor's fucking apartment. I saw skunks coming out. I'm like, Lord, she's in there roasting jays. She's literally dying in there, (laughs) but she's doing. And it's totally, you know, just make it legal. I agree. I agree. We should we should tell the the government. Um, What is your favorite? If you had to pick a favorite motto or quote to live by, what would it be? Like something you try to live by every day. Oh God, it's getting so serious. So make it a little funny. No, you don't have to. How about hair extensions are like condoms? You'd rather have them and not need them than need them and not have them. (laughs) That would be the thing that's going to be uh, printed on my gravestone, even though I don't want a gravestone. But if I was going to have a gravestone, (laughs) I would want it to be that. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah, I don't want to, like, take up space. (laughs) I think it's, like, such bullshit. Every time you get out of LaGuardia and you're driving home and you go past the rolling fly. hills. I mean, you fly. LaGuardia gives me fucking panic attacks. I don't oh, even do LaGuardia. See? I can't. Getting a taxi or a car at you JFK can't right now oh, gives oh. me anxiety oh, attacks. Okay. But you know when you drive from LaGuardia to the city right? and you go past the right. rolling hills of like the cemetery yeah. and it's like all the fucking gravestones and you're like. <gasps> so. <laughs> The thing is, I I see those tombstones and I just think, what a waste of fucking space. But yeah. So that is that could be the most beautiful views of the city. You're right, ever. you're right, you're right. It's and so really, these are like fucking dead people. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? Are you gonna come back? No. You're done. You're done. You're... I don't want in my life, I don't wanna come back. You're I don't done. Want, you're, when you're done, I'm you're done. done. I'm done with life. You've lived so, your like, life to the fullest. And I think that, you, like, you would agree, I think that we're at a point in in life on planet Earth that I think that I'm good. Right. I'm not having kids. I'm not going to, like, right. bring any grand... I don't have any future generations. Like, you're done when to, you're done. Like I don't want to be re- reincarnated. <laughs> I'm over it. Fuck off. Good Fuck night. Fuck you. I don't need your fucking tombstone. Burn it and throw it in the beach off of Miami and throw it in the ocean. That's what I want. I love you. Okay, so you're, but you would say if someone's starting the industry, they should always have extensions. Yeah, I would say, uh, you know what? It, that's the most expensive thing to build in your kit is is having, you know, a good hair kit. Yeah. Because you want to always make sure you have them because it is always the hardest thing to get. Yeah, okay. If okay. you're in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Oh, And yeah. the most expensive thing. Okay. Hair so is have, very pricey. So have them even if you, even so, if you don't need them. So, you know, the, the first thing you do is, you know, whatever money you make, you start reinvesting it right. into your... Right. Okay. Okay. I love it. Wigs, um, hair, whatever. What, um, what advice would you give to your younger self? Don't fuck for free. You know, I've, I've dated so many broke guys. I probably would have been in a different situation if I had just, you know, held out and yeah. and stayed true. I always wanted to, you know, like they say, dress for the job you want. Mine was always trophy wife. But I just never <laughs> did it, you know. I was a lot of talk, no action, you right, know. I right. dated a lot of 
really cute at the time. They're not so cute now. No, I mean, no. you know, I look younger than all of them. <laughs> you look amazing. I need your Botox. Person. But it's like, it's the test of times my Botox was. She's in Washington State. You said that. I don't think I'm going to, I can't, I don't, I'm not going to fly to Spokane. No, you're not. But one of these days, maybe you will. And yeah. we'll just like, we'll end go together. Up. We'll drink yeah, on the plane. We'll go I don't to Coeur d'Alene. Ha She's awesome though. Uh, Pam, <laughs> Pam Wurschler is her name. Pam Wurschler Aesthetics. Hey, check it out. They're in Spokane, Washington. She is fucking It's worth amazing. a plane ticket, essentially. And, you know, this is my whole thing on cosmetic surgery. You have to make sure that when you start entering into a vision of, like, changing yourself, that you stick with the same hand. I think that there are so many people that bounce around from one doctor might do it, another doctor yeah, won't do yeah. it. What I love about Sissy Wexler, Sissy Wexler Sissy won't Wexler. do it if, if she, doesn't, if she doesn't think you need it. And that is so commendable because that's a real doctor. That's mm-hmm. somebody who will say no, and you have to say no because people want what they see um, on others and not realistically looking right, right, at right, what right. they've got already. It might and not work, right. You know what? Sometimes you skip your entire youth and go straight. I mean, I have seen there are young girls out there and young guys yeah. that are out there god knows in the hair uh makeup especially makeup artists young yeah. male makeup artists that are getting butt implants can we talk about madonna's t- ass for a minute Please. has anyone fucking seen what has happened to what madonna's is it with ass butt implants why is it why well a I know that it is the number one procedure the brazilian butt lifts the number one procedure that uh, that death occurs in in cosmetic surgeries. So but you do that for a fact. Like it's like, the number one cause, um, uh, the number one procedure that has the most complications. Okay, and death so, being one of them. So, so that's and scary. number two, to take somebody. Madonna had the most beautiful body when Where, she was oh young. Oh my god! She had great tits. She had a Everything. great ass. She looked amazing everywhere else, and she was beautiful in the face. And I look at her now and I say, who is the person that did that? Why did That's she what do I want to know. I want to know who put that ass on a 60-year-old woman, yeah, yeah. white woman, who stuck those dimensions in there because the dimensions are wrong. I'm not saying have a little work done on your ass if you're Madonna. Right. I'm just saying who stuck Nicki right. Minaj's ass on Madonna and thought it was going to be a smart idea. I want to know what the name, if anyone knows the name of that fucking doctor, I want you to tell me because I'm going to slut shame him on social media. I'm going after him because I know it. that kind of an ad, that was not done by a woman. That no, was done by you're a right, man. You're right, you're to- right. You can right. see it in the totally. pictures on and- New Year's Eve when she's in the Stonewall I looked at that butt, and everyone's like, it's butt pads. I'm like, no, 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 go back a year. She's been getting it for a while. It was a thing that happened. And as I call it, legs not included. <laughs> it's like there's a big, fat... The, the, what, what, it's, the way it comes out yeah, of her, yeah. it, it's not a normal... It's not normal dimensions. And what I get pissed off at, and I get pissed off even when I look at Kim Kardashian who I think is one of the most beautiful women in the world. Ever, right. Her ass is is annoying. Legs not included. 
That's what her show should be fucking called. She, why don't you fucking tell them? And you them? know what pisses me off about it is that she's so gorgeous and nobody fucking says anything on her team. They're all like, right. oh, it looks amazing. Right. It's like it doesn't. It looks actually terrible. It's like you don't look like you had an ass implant. You look like you took a shit <laughs> in your pants and it's really fucking annoying. So like when does it become, you know about a restoration and it's like <laughs> your butt shouldn't come out of your back no, no it shouldn't or it's like front. there's a natural beauty right, to right, an ass right. no i and i maybe people just maybe i'm just a too fucking old-fashioned no you're but not i it... just think that these butts are gonna create a whole lot of trouble you can't stick Nicki minaj's ass on a 60-year-old fucking pop star, it's a white pop star. It doesn't look it doesn't. right. Legs not included. But I love you so much. It's annoying. But why does Madonna not see that? No, because she's got the wrong people around her. Yeah, she's got a bunch yeah, of yes men. Yeah, and yeah, So, yeah. you know, she doesn't see it because maybe she's drunk. I don't know. <laughs> I'm drunk, but uh, I see it. But you're not getting but an I'm ass. But I'm also getting an ass. Listen, I've looked at mine and thought, yeah, you could use a pickup. It's not the best. You're trying to sell it. Doesn't look good. You know? But you're not going to get a Nicki Minaj. You got a Chrysler and you need a Mercedes. It's, you know, it's going to be a tough sale. It's going to be a tough sale. Listen, this is the fucking thing. These fucking, here is a thing to all these white bitches out there. Stop getting these big ass fucking fake butts. Okay, so that's... And same that, for the guys. Are it's guys like, I getting them? so many men. Yes, I just worked with a fucking guy who has a hourglass figure. I could see his butt cheeks from the front <laughs> of him because they're fake and they're coming out. And I'm like, what are you doing? Stop. Why is it's this like, a thing? Stop. It's a thing. And I'm going to tell you something. Like, Bill Burr, actually, somebody I would love to have... A fucking meat for a drink someday. Yes, Don will do it. One of the funniest comics in the world. Like he says, when America decides to do something, they do the shit out of it. And it's the truth. And that's yeah. that's the biggest problem. You know, we're in an age where it's like not good to body shame. It's not good to All do right, this. Right, not, right. Everyone's gotta feel this way. But the thing is, it goes overboard. And you're you right, know, you're right. You're totally you can't, right. You can't, if you see your butt cheeks from the front and you've gone and paid tens of thousands of dollars for it, then you probably made the wrong choice. That was a bad way to spend that money. Because a naturally curvy body, it curves and it curves down to the body. It curves down to the legs and the thighs. Right, right, right. Everything makes sense because in nature, things make sense. It's natural. Cosmetic surgery does not make sense. Right. And that's why we have Jocelyn Weldenstein. So, no butt implants. <laughs> no, she had her butt implants shot in her face. <laughs> and that's why she's the cat lady <laughs> in New York City. So, don't get butt implants. Or Bradley won't, like, he's not a Well, I'm just annoyed by it. Because no, it's, it's annoying. like, it's I just annoying. see really beautiful people that are insecure mm-hmm, mm-hmm. going down this road. And listen, I'm just saying, save a lot of that shit for when you're a certain age, but the butt implants, why don't you do a fucking squat? Because the reality of it is, <laughs> butt implants like the Kardashians and like Madonna don't make you look like you've 
had squats that make you look like you yeah. took a shit in your diaper and didn't get changed. That's what it looks like. It looks stupid. It looks and nobody dumb. is talking about it because they're all afraid. Oh, my career is gonna be ruined. It's like, listen, most beautiful faces in the world. Kim Kardashian's face. I've seen her in person. By far, one of the most gorgeous girls in the world. And I have heard is one of the sweetest. And I have no doubt. And she's only done it to herself. Listen. Actually, I just don't... I don't care for the dimensions of it. Okay, okay. If you cut the top of it off and just kept what's going on down below, it would look natural. It's just that it comes... The back goes like this, and then the butt goes like this. Right, it's a problem. It's I like, wish this was being video. It's like Heidi see. Montague's breast implants. Heidi Montague, yes. on yeah. Kim Kardashian's yeah, back. Yeah, yes. It doesn't look... It doesn't work. It doesn't, it doesn't work. work it doesn't with work. how cute and it small she is. She's so gorgeous. She didn't need it. So Kim Kardashian should go to Spokane, Washington to your fucking person. Get some Botox in your butt cheeks. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> um, but I do want Botox up here. So I'm going to go to Sissy Wexler or Spokane, you have, Washington. Yeah, actually, I would definitely go to Sissy Wexler because she will like hook you right up. She yeah, I love her. I, I don't even know her and I fucking love her. Okay. We're going to wrap this up because we have to, even though I don't want to. I do have to go to dinner. I know. He literally has a dinner plan 20 minutes ago. Sorry, whoever you're having dinner with. It's um, all right. La- who, who's the last person you texted? I hope it's really exciting. Uh, my friend Kevin, who I'm oh. actually having dinner with. He's <laughs> like, hey, are you coming? I'm like, okay. Girl. Not so exciting. Not dirty. Sorry. Okay. So wrap this up with where can everyone follow you? Please follow me <laughs> on Instagram at... Bradley Irian, B-R-A-D-L-E-Y-I-R-I-O-N. There you go. Follow me. Send me a DM. He doesn't post much, but I'll start. I don't, and I'm trying to do it, but it has been the holidays, and I've been a little quiet yeah, 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 over yeah, the holidays, yeah. and I'm I'm like getting back into it. I don't know. You know, it takes me a thing. I just, half the time, I just want to say, you know, like with social media, there's been... There's there's no more fucking mystery at all. It's all out there. And I think like you know when I look at Jenny, I just think I get it. I right, get it. Right. I like her openness on social media. Right. When I look at an actress that's like a you know right. a stoic serious actress, and you start seeing too much of them, or or you see people that are maybe reality stars and they're right. given a little too much. It's like, it doesn't really work out. For her, it works out. But for some reason, some of these other people, I just feel like they give too many, uh, uh, too much of everything. Right, 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 right. And it's better to, sometimes the mystery is. The mystery is good. Depending on who you are and your personality. And I see young people too, like young makeup artists. And like, these guys, you know, they'll have like two pictures of their work and then three pictures of them you know, with their pubes in a jock strap. And I'm like, what are you going to fucking do? Are you a makeup artist or a porn star? But they've got 300,000 followers. They and I do. got like not even 5,000. I'm probably jealous. That's probably A little true. bitter. A little. But you also because don't Because nobody wants to see me in a jock strap. But, but when they I, might. I doubt it. Not if they got eyes. But what <laughs> pisses me off is that I look at it and I think to myself, you know, this is it. It's like, this is the world we're in. This is the world we're in. Yeah, and they've yeah. got fucking deals. Great. You've got, you've got, you know, deals. You've got, you know, 299,000 
fucking old perverts <laughs> following you. Good for you. Good for you. You've made but it. <laughs> companies see that and they yeah, think, yeah. wow, this bitch has fucking got it going on. Let's sign in. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Let's get him in a makeup brush company. <laughs> Everybody loves him. All those 98-year-old perverts out there in fucking middle America think he's amazing. They're, they're, they're going to be buying makeup brushes. They'll buy the makeup brushes. Exactly. Exactly. I know. It's, and it's then crazy. here, you know, I am sitting here angry. And better, but he's gonna get better at Instagram. Stories. I am. I'm gonna start pulling out that jock strap, that yeah. one from like 1992. <laughs> Just get get ready. So happen. follow Bradley as the bottom line. Just follow, and you'll have more of this. And uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, but he has to and go to dinner. Thanks for the wine. He's oh my god, please take more. Okay, but he's gonna kill me because he literally. <laughs> Is there a roadie? Here, you can take the fucking bottle. Oh, I don't know your friend of mine, Keith. What's his name, Keith? No. Urban. Oh no, who is the guy you're meeting? Oh, my friend Kevin. Kevin, not Kevin. <laughs> Just got married, too. My first oh, gay Mazel wedding Tov. I've ever I'm been Jewish. to. I'm Jewish. That's what I say. Hey, I, get the I, fuck I, out. Are you Jewish? No. Oh, I'm Mazel. <laughs> okay, so follow Bradley always because you're going to love it. And he's actually going to do a takeover of my Instagram account. I am. When this goes live. So and I'm me- doing it naked, actually. It's going to be very good. <laughs> In Washington Square Park. I'm going to feed the squirrels. Please. I heard they love nuts. <laughs> I love, I just love you. I don't want you to go oh with Kevin. Oh my God, I love Keith? you. I know Kevin. Okay, he, he's going to kill us. All right, so follow Bradley. You can always follow me at Lauren 14 Thank you so much for listening. I promise this was even better than the original one that we did and that got deleted because I fucking got water on my fucking computer. Oh, it's been <laughs> live. So anyway, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and bye. Thanks, guys.